Hi! Hello! This is Marceli and Stacy, and we are Gringas Joined. Joined with Idiot End. Do you have some funny stories from Russia? Oh, we started already. <laughs> okay, okay. okay. Hello, guys. Hi. <laughs> we are here sitting in a blanket or on a blanket, Stacy. <laughs> well, I'm not sitting on it. Are you sitting on yours? No, because it's above my legs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're wrapped in blankets. Yes, that's the right way to tell these guys. <laughs> well... Stacy, so today about what we're going to speak? Funny moments, funny experiences that each of us had in uh, in the countries of each other. <laughs> yes, I have so many of them. <laughs> well, yeah, of course, you spent way longer here in Russia than I did in yes, Brazil. Yes, yes. So, Stacy, start you. <laughs> First experience. Well, actually, the first thing that comes into my mind about things that were surprising or funny for me when I was in Brazil is the story about the shower. <laughs> Which story then? <laughs> Actually, I think I already complained to you about this. It's, it's just, it was so funny. I think I had to use at least three different showers until I figured out the system of it. The system? <laughs> yes. So for me, uh, a typical shower has uh, two controls of the hot water and of the cold water. And sometimes they are combined, but you can yes. go to the left or right to make it hotter or colder. Uh -huh. Yeah. So there is a way to control hot or cold. Uh, in my apartment here in Russia, uh, I just put to one side and I make like these, like hot or cold. Yeah, sometimes cold. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if you put all the way to the left, for example, uh -huh. then it will be hot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there, there was no such thing. There was only a thing that you turn so that the water starts running. Uh, but you cannot do anything with it. You can just turn it on or off. So there was no control of the temperature of the water. That's what I thought. So in one of the apartments, there were two showers. Mm -hmm. uh, and the other one was one shower. So I had the opportunity to use three different ones. And only when I got to the third one, and they all had the same system. Only when I got to the third one, I finally understood how to control it. <laughs> so apparently, it's not that you just turn it on. You can uh, control how much water goes through the shower, mm -hmm. through the shower head. Yeah? Ah, so yeah. depending on that, it... So, for example, there's this, like, one place where it becomes hot. Yes, it's And so, if you add more water, then it goes through that place faster, uh -huh. so it's colder. If you put uh, this, like, you make the stream slower, yeah, so you put less water through it, then it goes slower through this heating thing, so it becomes hotter. Yes, guys, it's true. You know, Stacy, I'm living here for almost already, like, five years. And uh, I forgot about <laughs> this detail. Like, you were telling me, and I was like, no, but it was, like, here. Like, you just put uh -huh. to one side, and it's, like, uh, and controls the temperature. Mm -hmm. of the, but it's not. Now I remember. <laughs> <laughs> because of you, it's true, guys. Like, you control only the amount of water that is coming from the, mm -hmm. from the shower. Yeah. 
So after this third shower, where mm-hmm. I finally figured out the system, I come out to the guys. I am <laughs> telling them, like, finally, finally, I got it. Oh, my God. They were laughing so much at me. Oh, my God. Seriously. <laughs> they had no idea that I had this problem. Because yes, I didn't ask anyone. But it's true. That's very annoying. For me, it doesn't matter if it's hot or, or cold. I want a lot of water coming. It's mm-hmm. true. It's so stupid system, guys. <laughs> I just realized now. <laughs> yeah. So that is one of the first stories that comes into my mind mm-hmm. when I think about funny things that happened to me in Brazil. So let's go to some of your stories in Russia. Oh my God, I have a very good one. Like uh, here in Russia, there are a lot of these railways and they have a lot of systems. They have this coupe, which is mm-hmm. like a, a room with four beds mm-hmm. and it's more private, right? And there is these corridors. So it's like many coupés, but without doors. Exactly. (laughs) And like, uh, we actually, actually, you are like in a room with uh, 20 more people. Let's see if it was a hostel. Even more than that. Even more. Yes. Sometimes even more. Yes. And like, uh, I was there and uh, I bought for me to go to Moscow and to come back. To go, it was normal. I was in the bed. And to come back, I was sure I bought in a bed. It was it was written there, Platzkart mm-hmm, bed. Mm-hmm. And it, I arrived there in, at my place. And I was like, <laughs> it was oh, the first time hell. you saw it. Yes, it was first time I was like in Platzkart. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh hell, I bought the seat. And it was so small. It was like this, two seats and one table <laughs> on the center. They're like on the side, they're yes, in the corridors. Yes, and I was so sad, guys. I was so sad. I was like praying for nobody around me uh, have taken the ticket. Then I could migrate to the <laughs> neighbor mm-hmm. bed. And okay, then it started to come out. Of course, there was a lot of people from Moscow to St. Petersburg. <laughs> and uh, no place for me after and uh, okay i started to make some friendship with two russian girls that bought uh, one uh, above me and the other one on my side and they were laughing because it was like uh, in astran it's a foreigner and uh, like we, i was trying to speak with them because it was like my uh, second year in russia and i still was having some difficulties because uh, i studied in english so i barely used my russian mm-hmm. Then I looked on my side, on the other side, and what was a table and two seats was a bed already. And I was like, ah, what? What? Like, I I realized that I could make mine as a bed too. And it passed already from like around three hours and I was Mm -hmm. so tired. I was coming from Turkey. So I was like for uh, for the all day long traveling. And I was like... I asked the girls, do you know if I can do the same with this place? And they were like, oh, of course you can. You just have to do this. And they were like, you didn't know about that? And I was like, no. (laughs) Like they were laughing about that. And I was like, what is happening? What is so funny? (laughs) I think I I asked like this. And they were like, because it's so funny we can do that since we were five years old mm-hmm. exactly and it's I like common like, knowledge here yes i was like but no instructions nothing how could i know about that 
Oh, it is it is very funny. Uh, <laughs> well, guys, so now you know in Russia sometimes your seats will become a bed. <laughs> uh, so tell us, Stacy, one more experience from you. Well, um, I remember in mm. Rio, mm-hmm. I was in the car with my friends and also the parents of my friend, mm-hmm. and suddenly I saw the fire truck. And I looked in the direction where it was going. It was uh, it was going to with that uh, sound and uh, uh, the light. Uh-huh. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so this sounds like a pig. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to make that sound. Yeah. So I I saw this kind of fire truck mm-hmm. with that sound on, and I thought, okay, so it must be that something is happening so they're going somewhere where there is fire and i looked into that direction and i didn't see any fire any smoke mm-hmm. so i said to everybody in the car in portuguese <laughs> so i don't see fire <laughs> and for some reason which i still don't understand everybody started laughing a lot <laughs> So to this day, I still don't understand what was so funny about saying that. Well, (laughs) because like um, when you see a foreigner saying such a random sentence, like, ah, I don't see fire in Portuguese in your language, it's quite funny. (laughs) They are not expecting you to say like that, like, where is the fire? I need to find it. I want to (laughs) see. It's very funny. (laughs) Yeah, I guess it. It is pretty random. <laughs> yes. <laughs> have you also had stories like this here? Uh, yes, yes. I have one, like, with my boyfriend. He, one day, like, I think we just started the relationship. And one day we woke up in the morning and he said, uh, good morning, poopsick. <laughs> and uh, usually we speak in English. Uh, and uh, I was like, uh, what the hell? I just woke up. Am I that ugly? You know, like for me to call me like poop sick. And it came in my mind, this ill poop, big poop that we shitted somewhere. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? It, like from where he, he knows this slang, I never heard in English. And I was like, and he called me again, poop sick. I was like, what the fuck again? What did I, what did I do to him? I was like, why are you calling me like this? And I was like, like what? I was like, like this, like poopsie, I don't like it. And he said, why? It's so nice. All the girls like it. And I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> girls like this here. Very weird. For me, it's very weird, I told him. And he said, no, no, all the girls like it. And uh, I don't see no. So he still, uh, to this point, uh, he still did not even try to explain yes, what it yes. meant. And I told him, yes, but why? No, you can call me cute, sweet. And he said, yes, poop sick in Russian, it means the same as cute, sweet. And it's like, ah, you're speaking Russian? And he said, yes. And I was like, have you any idea of what you were speaking in English? <laughs> and he stopped, looked at me, and was like, Now, yes. <laughs> so now he finally understood your reaction. <laughs> yes. And he was laughing so much. Was, no, we, we were dying like, uh, laughing that day. Okay, so this story brings up a question in my head. Kiki's. Uh, 
<laughs> so we decided to, to speak uh, in the, our section of Kekeisu about some false friends in English. Yeah, between English ah, and Portuguese. Between English and Portuguese, yes. <laughs> okay, so first word will be actually. It's very similar to the word in Portuguese, atualmente. Atualmente. Mm-hmm. Which uh, it means currently. Mm-hmm. So right now, at, uh-huh. at this time. Exactly. And really, even though I know the meaning of both words, actually in English and atualmente in Portuguese, they are totally different. When I sp- I'm speaking English and I need to say this word, like thinking in Portuguese, I really want to like pronounce it, like actually, like in Portuguese, currently. <laughs> yeah. Because a lot of adverbs in English, which uh, end is, uh, in li, Uh-huh. In Portuguese, it ends in mente. Uh-huh. Mm? Totalmente. Totally. Yeah, yeah in, in which kind of manner you do something. Yeah? So it's yes. in the manner of mente. Yeah? Yes, of course, there are uh, exceptions, but usually, yes. Well, second word, compromise. So when they find that middle ground, then it's a compromise. Mm-hmm. But uh, in Portuguese, we have the word which is similar, compromisso. Uh-huh. And for us, compromisso is to have an appointment. Yeah, very different. Exactly. I can, I can imagine how it would bring those situations where you're really confused. No, but also compromisso has a second meaning, which will be to be committed with someone. Uh, like to be committed to someone. Yes, like... Yeah, commitment. Uh-huh. Yes. And like, uh, it, I can say like this in, in Portuguese. Eu sou compromissada. Uh-huh. It means that I have someone. Yeah, to me, it would sound like you have a compromise with someone. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Some foreigner that uh, speaks Portuguese can think about this. Okay, next word. Deception. Oh, deception. What is the meaning of deception in English? Stacy. So a deception is a lie that you believe in. Like when you don't know that someone is lying to you. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. So in Portuguese we have a word that reminds me about deception, which is decepção. Yeah, it sounds very similar. I would think, if I heard this word in Portuguese, I would think that uh-huh. it means deception. Uh-huh. Decepção, it's not uh, this. Actually, it means disappointment. Very different. <laughs> yes, like when you are sad about something or someone. Okay, Stacy, next word will be exquisite. Exquisite? Oh, it's a ah, very exquisite. nice mm-hmm. It's a very nice word in English, very positive. Seriously. And very fancy. Uh-huh. Yes, I never used guys because I'm not fancy. <laughs> <laughs> very fine. Something very delicate and beautiful. Mm-hmm. Well... In Portuguese, it, it reminds me about the word esquisito. And esquisito is totally the opposite. It means strange. <laughs> it means weird. <laughs> Imagine uh, some people who buy some antiques and one of them speaks English and the other one speaks Portuguese. Mm-hmm. So the person uh, is looking at some antique vase 
Mm-hmm. And they say that it's exquisite. <laughs> exactly. I will think totally the opposite. Portuguese people or Brazilian people or Angolan people, they can think that it's weird. Yeah, so that the person actually doesn't like it. Uh-huh. Very good, guys. Let's go to the last one. Enroll. To enroll. What is it in English? So mostly this word is used in connection to some kind of education. Mm-hmm. So you can be enrolled in some course or at the university. Let's see then uh, which word is similar in Portuguese. Enrolar. Uh-huh. Enrolar. Like uh, enrolar, it means roll in English. Uh-huh. Like uh, when you roll your hair. And uh, Brazilians can make this mistake to say, I rolled my hair today. <laughs> Like, it's going to mm-hmm. sound quite a weird. Uh, but it also can be, like, uh, other things, like two kind of slangs. It can be, like, wasting mm-hmm. someone's time, and it can mean that you are having complications at some field of your life. Mm-hmm. Can you give an example for that last one? Yes. If I say in English, I'm enrolled in the university. In Portuguese, it could be... Eu estou enrolado na universidade. Yeah, so then if you say that, I would understand that you are just giving me the fact that you are studying at this exactly. university. But no, in Portuguese it would, means that, it would mean that uh, I am having problems with my studies. <laughs> That's crazy, huh? Yeah. So it's like mm-hmm. rolling in problems with studies. Exactly. You're overwhelmed with them. Mm-hmm. Oh, I could use eu estou enrolado with someone. Mm-hmm. So also negative. It means having problems with that person? Yes, or having problems or even having some kind of uh, trouble relationship. Mm-hmm. I see. So what we should say now, Stacey? Well, unfortunately, we're going to say goodbye and see you next time. Yes, guys, we are waiting already. We have we are plenty of new things to tell you and teach you. Thank you. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed this episode. See you. See you. Bye. Bye.